All right, so I was going to do an intro with a tweet that the game had posted up not too long ago, but yo, I just saw Eminem's daughter like a day or two ago and yeah, damn it, this woman is fine. Like normally for me, I'm somebody who has a sickness for the thickness, but with her, yo, I'm ready to risk it all for somebody who doesn't even got that much. Like I'm serious about it. And I'm not just saying this because she just so happened to have posted up a bikini picture which just so happened to have gotten me a little bit aroused like this babe is actually very good looking like she's beautiful she looks like a pretty good package and fortunately she hasn't gone through some of the celebrity kid drama that most people's kids have gone through will smith i'm talking to you and your children uh but at the same time like this shorty has still managed to be like very good looking like at this rate I don't care what Eminem does cuz the most that the guy is probably going to do to me at this point is probably write up a diss track and I don't mind it but yo just let me hit it like I want to put my M in her M like you know like a proper Eminem like I want to put my manhood in her menstruation organs like Shorty is looking super fine at this point like at this rate I don't care if y'all call me a sellout because she's not somebody from the thick side of life. Cause honestly, with the way she's looking, I'm thinking that we're about to match. Cause I'm coming in with a chocolate. She's Eminem's daughter, so she's probably got the bars. So you know, you mix that together, and it's like a match made in heaven. It's like every woman's favorite gift, you know. So I might as well just go ahead and make it happen, even though she ain't the thickest babe I know. Cause clearly, this woman is damn beautiful. But anyways, my thirst aside, I'm honestly quite impressed at this woman. Like, yes, we're roughly about the same age, and unlike most celebrity kids who end up in some form of drama, you hear about drug abuse, you hear them talking about some random weird freaky shit. She's actually turned out pretty well, and she was very low key. Like most people don't even know about her that much. Like if you showed her picture to a bunch of people right now, they wouldn't even think that this is the same kid that Eminem was busy singing about on his song when I'm gone just carry on don't mourn rejoice every time you hear the sound of my voice blah blah blah. Like this is actually very impressive and you know it does also show that we are growing old pretty fast cuz damn. I never actually thought about this kid turning out this fine. And at this point much as there is a slim shady, I think this one technically classifies as a fine shady. Just saying. But anyways, we should probably start the podcast because this is the 50th episode and I am taking up quite a bit of time. So, in typical fashion, welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is no longer a man who has a sickness for the thickness cuz ngat Damn, this baby is fine as hell. He is a man who still includes jumping to conclusions as a form of cardio. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets, and break them down a little bit. Now, this is the 50th episode. So, in a sense, it's like a lot of y'all would have probably known how it goes right about now. But since we're always receptive to new listenership and we know that sometimes people don't exactly know the drill of Tweet Street, I'm going to make sure I break it down for you because it's such a simple drill. At this point, it should be turned into a song kind of like Baby Shark because it's pretty simple and it's something that you can almost sing along to because it goes like this. You see that tweet? You like that tweet? You want us to discuss that tweet? You send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of @bagakadi, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle, where I take the tweet and I will break it down accordingly. 
Now, if it's one of those screenshots or screen grabs that just so happens to be on Facebook and Twitter, then you can still send that too. The DMs are open and the handle to send it to is at Breaktime on Westside on IG and also on Facebook. From there, I take the tweet and I handle it accordingly. Now, much as I was busy trying to enjoy myself with the sight of Hayley Mathers just a couple of seconds, a couple of minutes ago, how about I actually move on to what it was that I had wanted to talk about? The game. He is a man who I have discussed before and for some reason it seems like he's transitioned from being a rapper and MC to now having an understanding on women and relationship issues. I don't want to say that he tries to portray himself as an expert of it but he does kind of try to make it seem like he knows it quite a bit. And when you kind of think about some of the stuff he said when I was discussing fan of a fan with Wes, that should be episode 11 if I'm not wrong, we did talk about how a lot of the stuff that he said, you know, made a lot of sense and he was really big on the whole, you know, men should take responsibility and pay all the bills. Like, if Shorty's getting her money, let her save it for a rainy day and shit. And it seemed like it was actually very good advice and both me and Wes did actually agree that it was good advice but for the wrong people because in his position it made sense but for the typical person that is trying to get through from paycheck to paycheck that is trying to you know scratch out a living that is pretty much not in a position of a financial surplus to do that then it's not as practical of advice but it still made sense and it's still related to the desires that we have as people now this guy not too long ago uh also came out and tweeted and said three billionaires lost their wives this month money can't keep her and here's the interesting thing much as people would expect me to kind of turn on the guy and lose my shits and be like oh so you were saying that back then you spoke about us handling bills and you know using our money to make sure i improve the relationship and shit and now you're coming back to say this and much as i would like to i don't know i don't feel as though the guy's really contradicting himself because usually if I'm to bring this back and then, you know, kind of attack it that way, that would mean that he's contradicting himself. And the truth of the matter is, he kind of isn't. Like, you could find a way and make it seem like he's contradicting himself. Because, you know, he was like, oh, you know, there's a certain feeling that comes when you tell your own, I got it, baby, and shit. And I can get that. Plus, I also get the fact that this is a guy that was simply expressing himself and trying to speak about something that a lot of us guys actually feel at heart. Because yes, if I am making a ton more money than my woman, I would definitely handle the bills and I'd probably try and make sure she doesn't have to touch a single bill as long as it's something that relates to the house and to our marriage and to our family and shit. Like, that would make sense. It's something that I personally would want to do. But granted the current situations that a lot of people are in, that the average person is in, there's not a lot of us that are in a position to do that and still live comfortably. For a lot of people, it kind of would become a struggle for them to survive while their woman is busy being happy and thriving and shit. And that's kind of something that I was against when I just said, you know what, if we're both making money and yet we're still struggling because I'm handling the bills, then in a sense it'll still benefit you as a woman if you do actually come out and help with the bills and shit because instead of living in a place that's a lot lower in terms of quality placement and so on 
you can move to a much better place you know you can handle the bills a little bit better you know you can set up a savings you guys can actually try and do your own shit but back to the main tweet that i was talking about while he was busy talking about the three billionaires at no point did he say that having money will keep the babe he never said anything like that this guy did not come out to state that you know what as long as i have the money and i'm paying the bills she'll stay with me no he just spoke about how you handling the bills as a man actually contributes to your woman having a much simpler and easier and nicer life and if she has that then she'll most likely make yours a hell of a lot nicer and easier which is something that makes sense so in a sense i totally agree with this guy here money can't keep her so you might as well stop trying to use it to keep her or stop expecting it to actually keep this woman but then again i do know that for a lot of these billionaires it's more a business move rather than an emotional and a relationship move for them because apparently once you know you get a divorce apparently it's a lot easier to liquidate stock and assets and shit and in a sense i guess that makes sense i don't entirely understand it i'm welcome to somebody explaining this for me extensively but it does carry some level of sense do i think the game understands this probably not but in a sense i see this as more a business a money move rather than a relationship move because then again people say that they file for divorce it doesn't mean that they've actually divorced like there's tons of times when people have filed for divorce and then kind of you know repealed the whole thing and just gotten back together with a partner and i think for these billionaires this is something that's completely viable for them but either way i'm keen to see how this whole billionaires divorces type shit is going on so we'll see how that goes and you know if there is something to report then we'll probably report it but anyways we do have other tweets to discuss from the fans so we might as well get on to that so on to the first tweet nick cannon ain't nothing but future in a turban this is a very interesting tweet and it comes a couple of days after it was announced that nick cannon's babe was expecting a child which is going to be his seventh uh which kind of comes in within a six month period of him producing like another four kids like if there's anything that this guy is gonna be remembered for besides his not so good ability to make music it is actually his ability to be the most fertile celebrity that we know of as of right now like with future you could understand for him it's like he liked banging the babes and just nutting inside so for him it seemed like it was all fun like hell this guy would continuously say if she catch me cheating i will never tell her sorry like for him he was all about the streets he was all about laying pipe but when you look at the guy nick cannon this man has produced four children yes maybe some of them are twins but still four children over a six month period this guy at some point will just look at Drex and be like you know what fuck the brand endorsements because i am the literal opposite of what you guys usually try to preach in your advertising although then again you kind of think about it this is probably durex that we're talking about that can try and use him for this because you know with durex they'll just go and they'll say you know what if you don't use durex you can end up like nick cannon and that can work and that'll help people buy more condoms then when you look at a company like pornhub they would love to use somebody like nick cannon because much as he's a millionaire and shit and he can take care of his kids they can use that and the fact that he has a lot of kids to his advantage and just come up with an advertisement that says you know what there's future who has six baby mamas and like eight kids 
and then there's Nick Cannon who has like I don't know four or five baby mamas and will have seven kids. And the reason they can do this is because they're millionaires and well stacked. Now for the rest of us that aren't millionaires or well stacked, we need to make sure that we don't produce as many kids. And while we're doing that, we also need to make sure that we still go through the same kind of pleasure. So we present to you Pornhub. All of the pleasure, none of the children. Cue the Pornhub soundtrack in three, two, one. And just like that, it's worked as good advertising. Like shit. At this rate, I honestly think Pornhub and Durex should probably be giving me endorsements. Cause I've just helped them right there. And if anything, I'm one of those people that just preaches, you know what, safe sex is great sex, always use that latex. And I always like to do my research. Just saying. But anyways, that being said, I do wish him all the best. I hope the baby comes out nice and healthy. And you know, as long as he's still doing well then out, frankly, I wouldn't give too much of a damn because I think he's probably a good father. And even though he's spitting out kids faster than he is spitting out good music, at least he might actually do a pretty good job there. But anyways, that being said, we should probably move it on. So on to the next tweet. Phone sex is a lot of work. Abolish it. I don't know, like y'all guys still do phone sex these days? Like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, maybe I exist in a bubble, but I didn't even think people still did phone sex. And by phone sex, I mean like, you know, people calling each other on the phone, like regular voice chat and just, you know, talking to each other dirty and shit. Like, I thought we moved it up because of technology and shit. Like, nowadays people can send nudes and it'll cost them literally zero. Like, your data plan for the month, you know, the bundles that you buy for data might not really change per se if you just send a picture of booty or dick. So in a sense, I don't even see why people still do phone sex. Like, I can get sexting to a certain degree. To a certain degree though. But I think that most people have gone to like video chats and you know, like making all that shit, you know, all like Skype sex type shit and everything. Like, if there's people who still do phone sex, in that they call each other and they all like talk dirty to each other on the phone while they're not looking at each other, yo, like you guys are technically, you know, the throwback that we need at this point. Because honestly, some of that shit you think about it right now and it feels like that was back in the stone age. But then again, I'm sure there's some people that are still having a knack for some of the olden and a little bit more traditional things, so maybe they'd like that. Although I do think it is a lot of work though. Like the fact that you have to sit, hold your phone close to your ear and then talk dirty to somebody. Honestly, at this rate, I'd rather just pull out my dick even though I'm not a fan of nudes. And then, you know, like we can we can talk to each other about that shit or some shit. I don't know. I don't care. Like I just don't feel like holding my phone on my ear for a long time talking sexy is really that much of a worth it thing right now. Not unless if you're a babe and your mans will only last about a minute when you talk to him like that. Like, it doesn't really seem that much worth it. But if if he's the type to not last that long, by all means do it. Like you're helping those of us that don't last that long. And on top of that, while you're at it, it's not going to cost you that much. So in a sense, you are helping the community in one way or another. Because otherwise, he'd have gone and probably wasted his money on OnlyFans and shit. And it's not like these OnlyFans models are going to talk to him on the phone the way you are. Just saying. But anyways, that aside, we should probably move it on. So on to the next tweet. Niggas are so persistent until you give them attention and now they don't want you anymore. Comical if you ask me. Okay, 
so normally i'd have probably just let it go especially when you can see that the comments on this tweet kind of answered us so well but i feel like there is something a little bit more to this because on the comments actually the two most standout comments for me were one person who said ever seen an athlete run after crossing the finishing line and then the other person was like ever seen a politician coming to a campaign after winning the elections like that was something that kind of hit me really well because technically you've gone you've done the work so why are you continuing to be persistent with a babe like you've already gotten her right like you got what it is that you wanted like you probably wanted to date her let's say you even probably wanted to smash and you're persistent and she was like all right i'm gonna give up the goods at the end of it after you've gotten the goods what the hell are you continuing to persist for like she is not tuberculosis for you to be as persistent as the cough that comes with it there's no need for you to be persistent at that point but anyways that aside i think there's a slightly deeper issue here because people like to talk about the whole oh you know guys usually put so much effort and then when they get the babe they stop and the truth of the matter is the issue wasn't just the amount of effort that he put in but rather the amount of time that he put along with that effort because you find that most babes that complain about this shit are the type that will make a guy chase for such a long time before they end up giving the goods whether it's a relationship whether it's a date whether it's just a smash hell whether it's even just to send nudes or some shit so when you kind of think about it when you make a guy chase for such a long time back in the day they used to say that oh he'll value you a lot more because you're like a prize that he's won but nowadays i think that's a lot of hogwash frankly i think it's bs because personally i think if i'm putting in the work then what i get better be a lot more worth it so if i put in a lot more time a lot more effort then i probably should receive a hell of a lot more and if i end up getting with the babe and i realize say maybe the sex wasn't that good or maybe she's not even that great of a person or the personality is just meh even though we're never actually looking for such shit like i'll just end up dipping i'll end up stop giving too much of a damn hell i might even treat you with a little less respect because technically you put yourself out to be all this good that's just so high up there and then suddenly i realize you're just as regular as the rest of us this is part of the reason why i'm a huge proponent of the idea of there's nothing wrong with going and sleeping with somebody on the first date and there's nothing wrong with starting a relationship early because we've realized time and time again that the time and effort put into pursuing and wooing somebody to be with you whether it's for sexual purposes or for a long-term partnership or even just for a casual relationship does not translate to the quality of the relationship so there's people who've gone and they've banged on the first date started dating super soon and they've been together for years and years and years if you want the most common example of this john legend and chrissy teigen they're pretty much the poster children and the brand ambassadors of fucking on the first date at this point because they are the most visible social proof that we have that you do not need a lot of time before marriage before relationship before sleeping together to actually translate whatever it is that you have into something good so sometimes you need to look at the person that you're doing this with rather than the time and the effort that they put into it that way you end up saving up on a lot of time and a lot of disappointment and i'm saying this to the fellas just as much as i'm saying this to the ladies you do not need to spend that much time pursuing and that much effort because it ends up creating an expectation that might not end up being translated into the quality of the relationship that you'll end up with so if anything i'm a huge endorser of 
you know what go ahead start doing it find out as time goes by but if you don't believe in that if you want to take your time on some of these things if you want to go slow then i totally agree with you as well but do not expect that the relationship that the casual situation that whatever it is that you're trying with this person will be better because you waited for a long time do not expect that shit just be ready for the fact that the quality of the relationship might not even be that good and the fact that you chose to wait that long probably made you have high expectations than you probably should have but then again maybe i could be wrong about this maybe i'm looking at this differently maybe i'm looking at it as the single guy that just likes to smash so i want to know your thoughts on this the dms are open at bagaka the d is the twitter handle to hit me up on on facebook and instagram it is at breakdown on website i want your thoughts and feedback there tell me what you think about this whole thing do you think that we should wait a little bit long or do you think that banging on the first date is a totally viable option for you if you are listening through Castbox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and I will attend to them accordingly. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end of episode 50 of Tweet Street. It's been 50 good episodes. I am thankful for each and every one of you that has listened to all 50 or even just some or even just one. And here's to 50 and even 100 more. So I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care.